It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, brother? What up? I am doing good on this crisp winter's evening. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, February 3rd, 2022, and this is episode 118. Um, I saw that you got snowed in down there in Texas today. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's a tale of two cities, the result is both cities are shut down, um, but much like um, some of my high school girlfriends, it only took an inch to shut down Texas. Um, <laughs> wow, it's that kind of episode already. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Now, but like my college girlfriends, it's going to take a foot or two to, to get the job done up south. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And uh, it's still snowing up here. Um, I'd say from last night to today, we've already put a foot on the ground and we could see up to 24 inches. So that's that's crazy. Like, I'm I'm kind of jealous. Like, I mean, in Cincinnati, like they got some, like they get snow. Like, I mean, I probably, maybe I saw maybe saw like a foot um, at like its peak, but it's never been like crazy like I see these pics from Canada where they open the door and like the imprint of the door. <laughs> and then it's like, holy cow. I, I don't even know what I would do with myself with that much snow. I'd, I'd probably be scared. Actually. That's a lot of snow. It, that's a lot of snow. I can't, uh, can't mess with that, man. But that's also fun for a kid. You dig yourself, uh, dig yourself a nice little tunnel and, uh, enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man. That's super cool. So I'm guessing uh, the kiddos are off school tomorrow. You're going to be building um, things in the snow? Absolutely. I was trying to think of an, an upland-related thing. <laughs> You're going to build an, build an Upex mountain? I don't know. Yeah, I got I got to work tomorrow, but uh, definitely a lot of snow time, and it's supposed to be cold. So it will stick around for a while, so plenty of time to go sledding down the hill mm-hmm. and uh, building stuff in the snow. Um, yeah, that's the other Yeah. Okay, we can stop yeah. talking about the weather. We, 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 we do got a jam-packed show. <laughs> we, are, we are two old men. Oh, the weather. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, uh, we got a jam-packed show for everybody tonight. We have uh, Stosh15X from uh, Up2 Data Hub. He'll be joining us as our guest. We have the, uh, the hot topic of the crazy price for the game ball for Legits from the Division Championship Games this past weekend. North LA released, and we have a new segment that we're really excited about, and it's, uh, will you take that deal? So we'll get to that, and uh, we have offers that people have sent me, uh, not me personally, um, but people that have shown me these offers, and we're going to get Thank Me Later's uh, professional opinion here, and uh, see see what he thinks of these. 
Uh, he's not seeing these. Put the disclaimer in soon. Eh? <laughs> Speaking of the disclaimer, let's jump right into that. The views, informations, and opinions expressed on the Epix podcast are solely those of myself, Thank Me Later, and any guests of the podcast, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me Inc. We are not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team, nor are we financial advisors. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. Absolutely. And then, Not uh, financially. Now, one thing I did want to get to, we, we did touch about this last week. Um, oh, there he is. Look at that. Upland's first billionaire. <laughs> billionaire. Oh, man. Yes. I thought I was going to be it. I thought, I thought I could close some deals today, maybe beat him out. Didn't happen. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, this this was grabbed uh, during the North launch, and uh, since then he's added about another mm, thirty seven million to his net worth. No way! He's at like <laughs> what? what? He's, he's at one billion forty four million nine hundred and fifty one thousand two hundred and forty eight point eighteen upex. So, I mean, do we know? Is this just like? Um a crypto guy is that is that what's happening here like i have not a million dollars essentially a million dollars into the game almost like well he was also earning without any collections 11 million up x a month just straight up off yeah, of the properties again, that he like has he hasn't been in the game that he hasn't been in the game long enough for that to really add up a couple months like we can have okay, our okay. Okay, let's say six. Let's say six months. Let's say six months at eleven million. I mean, that still doesn't account for nine hundred ninety-five thousand. You know, million <laughs> upex. Like, I mean, it seems like a lot to a normal player, but when you're talking the scale of what he's talking about, I mean, sixty million upex is nothing. Like. And that would be six months of interest on his stuff. And that doesn't include his legit. Um, I know for a fact he's got several uh, block explorers, including um, multiple directors block yeah. explorers, which were going for, you know, thousands of dollars each. So, like, he's in. Yeah. Real in. Yeah. Zero badges, though. Let's just take a note. <laughs> Zero badges. <laughs> you got to find so something. We all agree the real measure of a top uplander is number of badges. Because anybody can put money in. Anybody. Yeah, I go, I go rob my grandma and put a million in, but, you know, get those badges. Then you can come talk to me. No, he's still better than you. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> that you have the most badges in upland. <laughs> Like, when was the last time we got a badge anyway? Yeah. When was the last time a badge was Whoa, handed out? Oh, hey, now. We don't need that kind of, we don't need that kind of negativity. <laughs> but, yes, congratulations, Abdullah, on uh, becoming Upland's yeah, first wow. billionaire. That's uh, just insane. Insane. All right. Yeah. Still, still just amazing. But... We do have numbers. We'll go over them uh, a little bit later. But first, I want to bring on our uh, guest, uh, Stash15. And uh, how are we doing this evening, Stash? And welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you find Upland? Sure. Uh, I actually found Upland through a Facebook ad. And I, I don't know. I've got a computer science degree. I've been following crypto basically from the start of it. However, I never pulled the trigger on anything. I mean, I knew about Bitcoin when it was $20 and I didn't do anything. So I saw all these coins go by and just explode. And then when I saw Upland, I was like, oh, I'm right here right before the market even takes off. And I jumped in. Nice. Now, how many ads did you have to see before you finally clicked it? (laughs) Um, So I don't click ads. I'll actually go in my browser and go directly to whatever they're advertising for because I don't, I don't. I don't like being tracked, so <laughs> I'm being tracked either way. But I don't like clicking on ads. <laughs> yeah. You show them. You're not getting the credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to increase your SEO, but you're not getting that AdSense. That's right. So, how many times did you see the ad before you went and checked it out? Uh, I think twice. Okay. I think I saw it one day, and I don't know. I went and looked into it, and that was pretty much it. Nice. So, how long have you been playing now? Since November of 2021. Oh, nice. So it's only a couple months, yeah. Three months. Nice. And so you sort of touched on your background uh, with your degree and all that. So you would, would you consider yourself a crypto person, a gamer, or neither, or just something different? I was a pretty heavy gamer for a while. Um, I can't really call myself a crypto person. I, have, I don't think I've been around long enough for that. Um, but I have learned a lot in the last three months. This is kind of my gateway into it all. And I've been slowly learning about, you know, how the blockchain works, how to use the blockchain, what's actually happening, how to program with it. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah. And then how you're tracked by the blockchain with everything you do. Yep. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the big draw? So you, you got into Upland. You probably did like most of us, went around and bought some random properties that you wish you wouldn't have minted the first time around. Um, but what's the big draw that keeps you sucked into Upland? Yeah, uh, just the, the constant profits. I have no problem just on a constant turn creating more Upics and buying more. So I think that's what keeps it. I mean, to be honest, their, their Discord's fantastic. You know, I jumped in it one day and I was hooked. Uh, the The Discord really sold it. Oh, so. nice. And it's amazing how many players are not on the Discord. They're just randomly floating around minting properties. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I would have lost interest. I'd be like, this is so boring. But I can go sit in there and chat with people and, you know, BS all day and makes it worth it. Yeah. Do you? F- There's got to be, like, underground communities, though, because, like, there's definitely uh, at least a couple Facebook groups that have, I don't know, a couple thousand people in it, um, at least the, the ones that I've seen. And then, I mean, Telegram's got to be dead by now, but it's probably not because there's some weird. And then, like, what about Reddit? There's, like, uh, Reddit, and then you get a figure other countries. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of curious, like, how many, like, weird. And, like, I wonder what they, like, in, imagine their own little community of just, like, Oh, strategy, and they just like they're incubating these like crazy strategies in these bubbles, um, and they're like trying to figure out the market. Yeah, you're probably not wrong because I just can't imagine playing this. I can't imagine playing Upland without community interaction. Like it wouldn't make any sense. It would be very difficult to do any sort of transactions in a meaningful way. 
Like, I just can't imagine player retention at all without a ma- major community. Yeah, um, I, I mean, you throw on the concept of the nodes. Uh, that's a huge advantage if you find a group you enjoy playing with and you guys work together and build together and buy little areas of the world and, you know, everybody progresses together. Now, are so, you involved in any, you know, in uh, any nodes? Yeah, I'm part of the TNA, the Node Association, uh, TM. He's managing that one. So. Nice. Yeah. Solid, solid node. So did, then did you get in on the node action today? I did not. So, believe it or not, I did not mint anything in L.A. What? Yep. That Everybody's selling all their properties below mint, so I just went and started buying those. That's actually smart. If you can buy any property in another, well, which cities? Because they ain't, they ain't selling below mint in San Fran or, or um, Manhattan. That's for damn sure. No, it's a numbers game for me. Yeah. I just I just look at the list, whatever's at the bottom, that's where I start, and then work my way back up. Love it. Yep. That's totally fair. So you've been the person I've been battling for those uh, three dollar uh, U.S. dollar properties that are out there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go <laughs> to try to snag one, that somebody's buying that right now. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, that could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I never oh, see. So you guys are doing. You guys, you guys are buying via fiat. I am. Yeah. I don't think I've ever bought a property using Fiat. I've only sold using Fiat. And now, so instead of going to the, the store and buying UPX, you just buy properties below Mint, and then you flip them, and you get more. You get the instant appreciation from it. And that's my thing right now. Anything below $5 USD, I'm buying right now. Yep. Oh, so that's why my list has been minimal. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's been uh, about a week or so. That's that's what I've been looking at. Anything under five dollars U.S. And, and you know, usually you're seeing the opex value at um, eight thousand, nine thousand, ten thousand, and you just have people that are shelling them out three fifty, four dollars, five bucks, and I'll go ahead and take them. Yep. Is everybody trying to get liquid to buy in L.A.? Yeah. Dang, that's a really cool strategy. I like that. Now, Grant, I haven't bought opex in a while either myself, so. But in, is instead of buying UPEX, just buy the properties, sell them for UPEX. Solid. Or cash. Well, it's done a lot. Either or. Yeah. I mean, if you're buying a property, say, around 70% of mint, your annual APR is... 70% of mint? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So your, your annual percentage is like 25% a year. And you can get it yeah, even higher no, if it's in a collection. And yeah, I didn't realize that people were selling that far below mint. Oh, it goes even lower. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of properties that are sitting around like eighty percent, and you know, depending on what time Two Super to Wins on, they're a little bit lower. And then he comes and cleans out my list. <laughs> well, now that Dizzy heard your strategy, um, it's over. Bye. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, those days are gone. Yeah. Um, so are they mostly, do you see them mo- in what? Um, Kansas City? Cleveland, Cleveland Chicago, um, uh, Kansas no, City, no. Nashville, yeah. New Orleans. I, yeah, I see them pretty much everywhere. I mean, the bigger the bigger cities, not so much. It's, uh, give me one second. Yeah. I'll, I'll pull up and tell you what's in the list right now. Oh, oh that's kind of cool. I never really... Uh, I, I mean, I guess there's a lot of 
you know, properties out there. So that's a, it's a very valid strategy, actually. Uh, I don't even blame you for not going to LA because honestly, like they, they were very expensive. I think it's going to be hot. Like, I mean, I dropped several million in, in LA, um, but I, I can't fault a buy under mint strategy. I mean, buying under mint is better than buying at mint from an interest rate perspective, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at the list now. Uh, Nashville, it's got some stuff around 70%. I mean, there's some stuff in Los Angeles that it's at 70% right now. Uh, a lot of Kansas, a lot of New Orleans, uh, Bakersfield, Oakland. L.A. at 70%. Well, hey, there you go. There's your opportunity. Get into L.A. Now, there, in my list, there's about 538 properties that are below mint price. Is, nice. is wow. that your own personal list, or do you have that up on up to Data Hub? Uh, it's a screen that is not to the public on there. All there that go. information is public, but you got to go city to city. Right. Where I have a consolidated list. Yeah. Nice. So what made you start up to data hub? Yeah. So when I started UPX world, you know, it was always in the works and then you had all these other sites that were kind of shut down. So there's no real easy way to find properties and know the, the stats on them. What's the floor in a city, unless you're actively studying it. And I needed something faster. Um, I've, I like data. Um, I've been creating websites for a long time now. I work with a lot of data in my day-to-day job. And I decided I could take on this project. And it is what it is today. So, Heck yeah. Basically, I found a void and I decided to fill it. That's completely fair. I can vouch there was definitely a void. Yeah, my question is, how did we miss him when we were looking for people to help us with uh, Upex World? Right? Where the heck were you? I don't know. I mean, I started at the end of November, and within two weeks, I think I had probed everybody in the Discord channel trying to get information on how to get this started. So I don't know how you missed it. Oh, man. Darn shame, man. Could have used yeah. it on the project. Yeah, there, yeah. Not to say that we won't collaborate in the future either, because I think that there's there's a lot of opportunity there. But Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you do everything yourself with up to uh, up to Data Hub? Uh, the initial start was kind of rocky. Uh, I got some advice from a lot of players that had already had projects going, so I kind of took what they started. Uh, I actually ended up buying the Upland Data Hub, and so I had a uh, nice little community pool to start with. I had the scripts to work with, and then it's evolved into we took it out of the Discord and created the web interface out of it. Uh, so that was the start. And then it's, I've got a business partner. We run a small freelance web development company, uh, Potato Pouch Software. So he's my, he's my genius. I'm kind of like the good idea fairy. I come in, I'm like, hey, bro, let's, let's make this. And uh, he, he kind of keeps me in check and tells me where our limits are. So if I get stuck in any of the development, I just reach out to him and he kind of drags me along. It's great. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is your vision for the website? So I know it's still in its infancy. What What's the big plans that you're allowed to share? Sure. So the original vil, uh, vision was to be Zillow, for lack of better terms, Zillow. Like I, I want to be able to do property analysis. Um, some of the stuff I will share, I've been collaborating with uh, Mossy Jake. Um, you know, he's the, the spark guru. And we're working on some things so you can uh, put your spark to work. And uh, not to go on too much details, there's some stuff that will be dropping at the end of the week. We're, we're testing everything now. So as soon as that stuff's ironed out, um, it, it's going to be great. 
Very cool. Absolutely. And then from there, it's going to evolve into, I want to take all the core mechanics that you can do in the real world. Everything from building properties to banking to loans, every aspect that happens in a real world, bring it into the, the data hub and then also incorporate the, the market analysis. Like it. Now, will we get there? I don't know, but that's, that's the goal. Nice. Um, so what are you most excited about in Upland right now? Uh, just seeing the growth. I mean, seeing the number of users coming in, the, the money flowing, um, how they're allowing their, their – I feel like they're releasing the, the reins on third-party developers, which is nice, uh, seeing all the different communities come together and just the overall growth. Um, hopefully in the future, you know, we, we get the, the more metaverse-type feeling where we can actually drive down streets. I know the cars are coming and just that whole immersion, you know, that, that stuff I'm looking for. Okay. Now, very cool. Speaking yeah. of uh third-party tools and all that, um do you, you do you have any API pools from Upland itself or is this just solely straight from the blockchain? So about 90% of it's from the blockchain. Um however, the the blockchain isn't 100% accurate. Uh you get these one-offs where things aren't right and then we'll have to make the API pools. Um so basically, the the way the process works is I originally was pulling from the API or the blockchain tables to get the the property IDs. So unless you went and went through the entire history, you didn't know what street or what that property was. So I'd have to hit the API to get that information. And once it got stored in the database, I didn't need to reach back out to the API anymore. Um, so what I'm doing now is I'm listening to the actual live actions. So anytime a trade is made, a property's purchased, you know, those different actions that are happening on the blockchain, I can go and update the database live right then. Um, occasionally things seem to happen or not happen and things get updated and I miss it for some reason and I haven't quite put my finger on it. So I'm constantly running scripts in the background just to verify the data that I do have is correct. Okay. And how often does your site update? Live. The, the second Live? an action happens. Yep. Nice. Now, you didn't have to get any special permission. This is just all uh, normal pools that you can do from an API on Upland, or did you have to work out something special with them? No, it's all public data. It's nothing special. I'm not hitting any user information or anything that would violate the terms of service. Okay, because that that's very interesting because, you know, before you played, um, Thank Me Later had UpX World running. The code was bought out from underneath them. The developer and the code was bought out from underneath them. And there was a lot of promises made to the community, and it was going to be this grand thing. And then nothing happened, and then it crashed, and it went to crap. And one of the claims was that, well, it was Upland's fault because they weren't providing API access and they weren't providing this, they weren't providing that. So, you know, this really helps our listeners understand that, hey, that was one big lie and somebody's doing everything that UpX World did and even more, some of the tables you got going on and and everything is updating live. So, you know, that, that helps close a loop to one of the long-running stories here on the podcast. So that's that's good to hear. Okay. I mean, I can't confirm or deny what their, their story or what the API looked before I started playing, but everything I can access is on the blockchain, and the public API provides that. 
So. Yeah, no, it's it's a hundred percent all public. Like they haven't changed the API. They're working on it. They're actually um, the one of the guys in charge of it came from the community. Okay. And, He's working on some pretty major changes to what he wants for the third-party API stuff. But, no, there's no reason. There's no blocker like that. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Now, yeah. what kind of question? You got any questions for uh, Stash there? Thank me later. Uh, no, I'm excited. Uh, I haven't had a ton of time to dive into the site yet myself, uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to um, seeing what it is and, um, hopefully collabing on a, on some things in the future. We have some other content creation um, things that I'll probably talk about a little bit later in the show that we'll be looking to do. So, all right, cool. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm totally open to collaborating. I've had a lot of members reach out to me, and there's a lot of things in the works. So I'm, you know, it's not. I'm not just trying to limit it to a, a small knit. Anybody that's interested or has an idea, reach out to me. Yeah, outstanding. And we'll definitely yeah. we'll definitely talk offline on some stuff that uh, I'm looking for for the podcast itself. Um, mm-hmm. But we do appreciate you coming on tonight. We appreciate the time. Uh, we will have the links to up to datahub.com and the Discord in the links on YouTube and on our podcast, and we'll even send out a tweet with it too. So we'll get that out there for everybody. Um, you have anything else to say before we let you go for the evening, Stash? No, I just want to say thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, it's been great. All right. I'm going to send you backstage. You can hang out and watch the rest of the episode, or if you got stuff to do, we fully understand. But once again, my friend, thank you so much for your time. Have a good one. Yep. Take care. See you guys around. Yep. All right. Yeah. I. Very cool. I, I guess I left you out of that new strategy that I've uh, been working which was what the three dollar oh, anything under five dollars with us oh. dollar no no hey man that's i i don't put i haven't put fiat in in a while so um yeah i was using I, my tilla smart strategy i like it just from like because a lot of people are like hey i'm new where how do i get started and it's just like okay there's a lot of different ways but i i like that strategy a lot for a new player like go in Instead of dropping a hundred bucks immediately, and I'm curious, I wonder if that saves your referral bonus as well. So, like, if you join and you just like buy properties for fiat and then sell for upex, you don't consume that fifty percent bonus. Although now that they've capped it, you just you should just put in the hundred bucks and call it a day. Yeah, it's there's there's not much more there. And then, yeah. uh, oop. all right. Now we got this week's numbers, nice and fresh. Numbers. Let's go. There we go. Jeez, old Pete's. That's just insane to me. One billion dollars. One billion upex. Like holy cow. Yeah. I did not think we would be seeing that the first week of February, twenty twenty-two. Like. No, I thought we were years off on this. I mean, again, like he has to have put in actually close to a million, right? Like even with his sales and things like that, like the way that the net worth is calculated, it doesn't take into account a ton of different things. Um, His interest is a lot, but like 
not enough to account for that. Like, whew. Yeah. No new chief executives this week, 28 new executives and 120 new directors. So congratulations to everybody that crossed those milestones. Who's getting close? Cause I'm, I'm in the nineties now. I got like 10, I got 10 to go. Ooh, someone's real close. 99. Who's Van? Yep. Oh, and who? And M- M- Lang. Mm, Lang. Mm, Lang is up 13 <laughs> spots. And your prince. Your prince. Yeah, your prince is just chilling, though. Yeah. Just, just right, new on the list, comes in at number 40, 69.9 million. 69, get it just right. Pajamin. I had to take that one because who knows what you'd do with that one. <laughs> Meta Godzilla, new at uh, position 69 at 48.7. Nice. I like that. New, new whistle horn. Whistle horn. Yeah. Whistle horn. That's a. That's an interesting name. Always joy. Zeke Jones. Zeke Jones. So even from last week to this week, <laughs> I mean, 37 million up X to crack the top 100. Oh, our boy T Davis holding on. <laughs> Holding on for dear life. Hey, I'm number 91. I, I'm not, not holding oh, on much man. either. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? In all honesty, though, I'd love to see that. Like, that's super. Because here's the reality is, like, um, anybody who's been around, like, the actual value of T. Davis's portfolio and your portfolio is easily over $100 million OPEX. Like, your your valued so your net worth does not accurately represent the current market. I feel like the new players who are coming in, who are buying mint, who are buying secondary, like I feel like their their is their net worth is reflecting a lot closer to actual value. Um, so, I mean, I, it doesn't bother me even the least because I go, yeah, I know my portfolio is still a top ten portfolio, like you're easily a top 25 portfolio still. I would think, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe, are we just delusional? Are we, are we old men getting phased out? Like these guys just, I mean, we were talking about the weather. So to start the episode, (laughs) (laughs) we've done that the past couple of episodes. So we might just be old men. Oh, Um, we're just old men. (laughs) All these youngins coming in, dropping the, dropping the up X. Yeah. Congratulations to Abdullah. He uh, broke the 10,000 property mark. Today too. Who is it? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just right coming in at twenty two. Dang. I like that Jones D is sitting at a solid three K. Like I feel it's almost intentional. Always joy cracking the top one hundred also. Congratulations. And Diablo Crow. CWO one and wisdom truth. Ooh, wisdom truth. Ooh, like wisdom tooth, but yeah. Now to crack the top one hundred, you need a eleven hundred and fifty six properties. Gee, like poor Jones. He's like, yes, I made it, and he even bought more properties. <laughs> Just not enough. Sorry, Jones. Just not enough. Like the 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 growth of the community is outpacing 
um, a solid buyer. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Upland's first billionaire. Yeah. So, conference championship game <laughs> balls. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Get some, tea. Get some tea time. So, Dizzy's out in Davis, or Dizzy's out in Vegas, and he texts me, and he's like, 20 million UPEX? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, go check the game balls. And I went and looked, and I was like, wow. Uh, like, that's 20,000 US dollars for game balls yeah. and you don't even know who it's going to be. You don't even know if it's going to end up a kicker. It, so, Whoa. Hey, now the Bengals kicker is a freaking legend and a, and a hometown hero. So you watch your dang mouth. So you're telling me you would spend $20,000 to have the conference championship game ball from Evan McPherson of the Cincinnati Bengals kicker. You'd spend 20 grand on that. I wouldn't spend twenty grand if it was actually one of Joe Burrow's nuts. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I was highly impressed that we had sports conversation this weekend through text. So that I, I tell you what, I mean, I'm really excited. My I've never had my my feed is usually like space news and Weird Al Yankovic, and for the first time ever, it was like sports. Like people just like nuts about the Bengals because you know uh, most of my like social media is from Cincinnati so yeah so I went on to Fanatics they're a little overpriced on their uh, memorabilia but if I had twenty thousand dollars I would probably buy something like this if I was looking to buy some sort of memorabilia I'd take the Jordan Duncan from the free throw line signed Kobe Bryant autographed gold Nike jersey you'd I'd spend twenty thousand on that. Yeah, but I mean, what can you? You can't do anything with it. You hang it up. You look at it. You can't do anything with that momentum football either. It just sits that you can't Not sell yet. it. Wait till wait till signatures come out, and you can put it in your digital home. Look, like with COVID, ain't gonna unless I put it up behind on my, you know, Zoom call. Ain't nobody gonna see it in my metaverse. All my peeps will be there. I could get a Trevor Lawrence sand game ball. I could put it up behind me, and when we stream every week, you could see it. It's true. I still wouldn't pay twenty grand for any of it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Now, I, I did see the calls that it was, um, you know, maybe it was greed. So they do have a team that looks at, you know, the analytics, and, and they make calculated estimations on values of stuff, and they make mistakes. They're new at this and they overpriced it and nobody bought these. So that tells the team that, Hey, we made a mistake. So they're going to adjust the pricing. Hopefully they adjust it for the super bowl. Um, and realize that that was just a little high. Oh, now I'm curious because do you think like, what, what do you think their original price for the super bowl ball would have been? And then do you think, that they're going to adjust it. Like, let's say that they were going to put it at 35, you know, thousand up X, whatever they were going to put it at. Do you think that they're going to bump it down to 20,000 or 20 million and be like, poo. Yep. We'll keep it at 20 million, but now it's the Super Bowl. Or do you think they're going to be like cutting prices, 10 million go. I I mean, I I really thought that they were going to be somewhere around 40 to 45 million 
OPEX for the Super Bowl with that pricing. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Um, but where they're going to take it now, I could see ten million, but I'd like to see it about five minutes. Hell, with twenty thousand dollars, we could go to the Super Bowl, Joe. Watch it, Joe. Cool. Get some seats. Yeah. So you, that's you know what that's probably the most compelling thing you've showed me so far. Like you could get a ticket and a flight to the Super Bowl for cheaper um, than that. Look at that one for fifty four hundred, fifty five hundred bucks. Yeah, forty six. Yeah, man, what is going on here? Let's go to the Super Bowl. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's a new area. The other thing to keep in mind is it's not fiat, so it seems like a lot now, right? But you got to keep in mind there's going to be players like Abdullah that that's just two months interest. Like, ask yourself this: ask yourself this: Would you pay four months interest for a game ball? Well, my four months interest, absolutely. Exactly, right? So you got to keep in mind, like, they're looking at people that are going to be bringing that in and generating that through various means. It's it's a common game mechanic. I, I'm 100% agreed that they, that they shot a little high um, for this first round. But as far as a UPEX sync, I love it. I love legits for that. Legits don't earn interest. They don't impact net worth, which actually I don't agree with. I think it should impact net worth. But there's no interest on it. It's a straight commodity. And, like, I love it as an UPEX sync. I think it's great for the economy. I think it's a good way to bring new players in. I like those kind of mechanics. Um, so, yeah, again, four months interest. Yeah. Yeah, four, ten million UPEX. Sure. that Players will be there. I, they're just not there yet. Yeah, but from a collector standpoint, I mean that. I mean, it's you could take that. I mean, and if you really work it with that interest, you can turn that into U.S. dollars and get it out to Tilia. And that's a lot of work. Like you guys, you guys who mess with that stuff on a daily basis can vouch. Like that's gonna be a lot of hustle to to move that in, liquidate, move things around. Like that's not an easy process, and I feel like. Maybe the people who are advising legits are also looking at other crypto, I would say successful crypto NFT uh, ventures where those kind of prices for one of one NFTs aren't unheard of at all. Like, especially like, I'm curious, like if they used as a reference, like autograph.io, like what were some of those signed, you know, Tom Brady ones going for? Yeah, that's, that's true. They were... They were going for a nice price. I, I don't know what they sold at because I, I haven't found a website that uh, shows the sales of the autograph stuff. But, yeah, there was stuff that was listed. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if they're comparing it to other successful, like, highly successful NFT projects, um, it, it makes sense that they think, you know, that that's where they put it at. I don't think that uh, the current economy supports that. Um, it's a bit of a shame because when you overshoot like that, I feel like the whole market just kind of like retracts a little bit like, Oh, wait, hold on. Um, 
So, you know, missteps to me in the NFT world, um, you know, cause cause a lot more of a market reaction than I think like traditional markets would be. Yeah. So I, I just thought this was fun of things that we could spend 20,000 yeah. and I figure Super Bowl tickets was a great way to end that. Yeah, that's fantastic. That that really illustrates like <laughs> you could go to the actual Super Bowl. Right. So speaking of the Super Bowl, that is in Los Angeles and we did have the north part of Los Angeles launch today. Um here's a nice little heat map and this is provided um I can't even see it. I'll full screen it. So that's created by Steve, uh, SJY86. (laughs) Shout out to Steve, my boy. (laughs) We do appreciate that. But the one on the left is just a normal heat map, including FSAs. The map on your right, looking at that, is non-FSAs only. Um, Black, you're sold out. I love that. I love the black sold out. Oh, is that Toluca Lake? Is Toluca Lake sold out? One of the three north counties, north neighborhoods sold out. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I got, um, yeah, that's TNA. So for those who don't know, it was mentioned earlier, nodes. That's the TNA node in the, uh, can you like move your mouth? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, but the one black node um, right next to, what's it, Studio City. It's Toluca Lake. Yeah, that was uh, targeted by the TNA team. They had a live live broadcast, so it was pretty cool. Oh man! So that means Venice isn't sold out yet. No, it's not. And uh, I was talking to Stash, and you know, we were in the TNA node, and I said at the time there was twenty three thousand unminted properties in LA, and that's a actual number. And he has all the unminted uh, South LA properties in there. So, yeah. It was due time for the North to come about. And as you can see, some of them are more pricier. Um, as you can look at the neighborhoods that have the have the smallest amount of properties sold. But that will correct here in time. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, this is really interesting. So, yeah, I, I like that. Oh, there was so much grief. Like, so earlier I was talking about those, like, isolated groups, right? So I'm in a couple of Facebook groups uh, for Upland, and I can't tell you how infuriating it is to watch people complain about, like, Beverly Hills not being released. Like, they're like, this is total BS. They're just playing us. They literally released every neighborhood around it, and they didn't release it. And it's just like, dude, are you living under a rock? Like, it was an (laughs) announcement. There was maps. Like, there's so many resources to tell you that, that shouldn't have been your strategy. <laughs> like, and we like, talked about it on the podcast a couple of times, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Well, clearly they don't listen. Maybe that's, I should have been like, why don't you listen to the podcast? You would know where to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like crazy. Um, and then people were like, oh, then, then, you know, you get the FUD cycle of they're just holding them back for hype and big rock. Like, okay, yeah, that's true. Well, let's see here. Who is this? The 57, at the 57 student. Do we know this person? Um, This was a correspondence that was on Twitter this morning before the release. Tweet, tweet. And I just thought it was. We need sound effects. (laughs) We need sound effects. Yeah. I think you will be okay. 
If you can get some props in the north below 6K, you'll be doing good. But otherwise, I think it's a money suck. There are some really good expensive ones in the hills, but if I can't get my targets, I'm not spending much. Yeah. Interesting. But, you know, that goes right along with the lines of, hey, it's a money suck. Um, You know, I I saw theories that, hey, because uh, somebody put a video out there saying that because the uh, interest on the properties was reduced from 17.3 to 14.8, that they released these cities with... um, with higher prices. So you're still getting a a good return on your money. And, (laughs) and then those people did awesome at math. Yeah. So (laughs) if we increase the property prices, then, you know, you'll get, you'll, I'm like, no, that you're, you're still not getting the same return on investment. And I, I know it's, nobody really talks about the white paper anymore, but this is from the beginning, from Upland. When Upland launches in a new city region, initial prices will use the real-world prices as reference. Locations that are more expensive in real life will initially be expensive in Upland. You know what's interesting about that, though, is um, they actually also stated specifically for the LA launch that they were going to have a wide range of essentially price points for UpSquare and I, I don't know how indicative it is of the actual property prices in a neighborhood. I mean, I don't know the LA market at all from like a real life standpoint, but it feels like there was some, um, I feel like there was some areas where it was like four times more expensive per up square. And it's just like, I don't, maybe it's averages. I don't know. Because it, I, I'm just curious because I feel like they purposely did some, um, you know, different neighborhoods at different price points for for LA. Yeah, there there were. Um, that's what I'm working on. I was reaching out to find out if somebody has the uh, price per up square per neighborhood for South LA, North LA. So hopefully we have that for you next show. Um, that would be interesting to look at in itself. Now the overall launch of LA though, um, they did a stress test. And they did a stress test again, and yeah, there were some challenges at first, but then once it launched, it it went pretty smooth once they got the things. They didn't have to go into maintenance a couple of times, so it was better than the South release. Yeah, I feel like it was probably a lot less chaotic on their servers. Um, I'm sure that the initial burst, there was a bunch of people minting for a while, but it definitely did not feel as like not panicked but like when south la launched it was aggressive oh yeah like it broke every record it was a little bit more chill which was nice it was so frustrating i don't know about you but like i had my heart set um so the border i had a property right on the border of studio city um with maholland drive and i had essentially parked my explorer there um and setting him back to make sure that i had a full tail of um, Mahalan Drive right there in Studio City. And I te- they were blue before they were green. Yeah. Like they went from from white to, to blue. Like I'm I, I was just like, holy cow. Like it was crazy. And that happened. I was down in the corner of Bel Air by Sunset Boulevard and any and all the cheap ones, it, as soon as everything was released, they were blue. It, it was like an instrument. I, I don't know and 
it happened in a lot of the prime places that so i don't know if people got if it pushed just like seconds ahead of time but still the transaction to make it turn blue it, it was like it's released and then it was just blue so I, I i don't understand that hopefully that hopefully there was no cheating involved and there was nothing sinister going on there um or if there is hopefully upland addresses it yeah i mean i'm curious i mean this is just probably a little bit of my ignorance showing here like people are like oh bots i don't understand what does the bot do in that scenario? Like, it feels like you would have to have a pretty smart bot because you don't want it to just buy anything. I guess if you preload it to say, as soon as it's open, buy the, like, here's the address that I want. But again, you have to be in, like, line of sight. Your explorer still has to be there. So I don't know of a way to, I mean, if there's ways to cheat where your explorer is, that is definitely, but I've not ever seen or heard of anything close to that. And I know, like, there was a bunch of Mulholland Drive, like, that were stuck in a spot. And so it's just like, if people could bounce around and do all that kind of shenanigans, they would have been sold out. Because as soon as the line got to them, they got sold out. So I'm just curious, like, what does a bot do in that scenario for somebody? Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a bot expert, so I cannot answer. Yeah, because the other thing was, like, to be fair, so there was there was like ten like that were in my trail, right? I checked. I don't think there was a duplicate name among them. So like, all it takes is a half a second quicker on somebody. Somebody's refreshing it. Somebody clicks it right at the moment. And if there's ten thousand people trying for those ten spots, like I, I guess like that's just where we are in the game. Yeah, and I know and you were. It certainly isn't like you couldn't mint anything because I immediately went to to rep, to rep the TNA node, Tacoma, um, and uh, Toluca. Sorry, Toluca Lake, <laughs> and uh, was able to mint fine. Um, again, competitive but not crazy. So I don't know. Curious what uh, the community thinks, and if somebody has info on like how a bot. So, I mean, I work in tech. I, I, I build enterprise bots for, you know, RPA automation. I just go, I, I don't see a practical application here. Maybe it's sniping a single property or something, but it, it would have to be pretty elaborate. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you have on the L.A. release? A, a lot of people were broke. <laughs> so there wasn't a, a lot of people were broke. Oh, yeah. I went in with, like, a tenth of what I thought I'd have. Um, yeah, it was – but, I, I mean, I spent it all in South L.A., and I, I was happy. Honestly, I think it was very strategic of them because here's the thing. Everyone's like, you know, the predictions were, oh, it's going to be sold out in 24 hours, et cetera. I don't think the Upland team wanted it to sell out in 24 hours. Like, I know that sounds weird because you're like, oh, of course they want it to sell out. I think they want it to sell out, but they need – a certain amount of product in a tier one city during major hype. Like if they're marketing to bring people in, they can't have them come in and be like, okay, let me go buy a Kansas city property. Like no one's getting excited about that. No offense to the people in Kansas city. Um, but you did lose to the Bengals. So uh, <laughs> like, I, I just go, I think it's strategic that they launched South LA Absorbed a lot of the UPEX in the economy, opened up North LA, as you can see from here, 
lots of unminted territory in a tier one city um, with potential upcoming advertisements and marketing um, that hopefully makes this thing black in two months. I'd like to see it. What do you, what's your prediction? Um, Cause now it's just gonna, that's going to be the interesting thing because these are more expensive properties that are going to be left over. Uh, I mean, 23,000 properties left in a week after launch. That's not, that's not a lot of properties in the grand scheme of things. Um, and that's what's no, available no, in the South. Sure. And no. now it's down to at the recording of the show. Now it's down to like 22,000 in the South. Um, yeah, but how many in the North? Yeah. They're still loading that data in. So. Hundreds of thousands. Because the total LA total was six hundred thousand, six hundred, yeah, 600, just under six hundred thousand. And I think I think four of that six are north. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure which way it was released, but we'll get those numbers. So yeah, we'll take a look. I would like to know from the the people listening. Put it in private chat. Put it in YouTube. Whatever. How long? So it's February third, twenty twenty two. How long until LA sells out? A day, a week, a date, whatever. Just curious. Just leave it. We'll take a look. All right. Yeah. What else you got? Um, I'm good on LA. How about you? I asked. We had five viewers this whole time. I asked for one amount of participation, and somebody's like, "Nope." Too much. Can't do it. I'm out. Like, not only am I not going to respond, I'm not going to give you an answer. I'm just going to leave because I don't even want to. I can't believe you guys asked me to do something. Mindex. Mindex. Oh, Mindex. Sorry. Sorry. Mindex. Uh, Mindex says three months. Essay says two months. Thank you, participants. There we go. We got some. Chicago Spartan says two months from Twitch. Rock on! Oh, that's super cool. We got a Twitch viewer. I'm stoked. I'm stoked about that. Nice. Recurrier says the week after the Super Bowl. Hmm. Seems, Could be. Uh, seems foretelling. Uh, we will see. Mindex thinks it might be more than three months. Mindex, I'm sorry. I feel like that's that's not true. Yeah. I feel like that's too much. Too much time. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? All righty. Oops, wrong way. Oh, yeah, that's Stop the right way. There we go. Would you? Oh, we need theme music. What's going on? Oh, we yeah, were supposed to do We that. were supposed to meet up and figure that out. So, yeah. Dang. Down to three. We got three loyal <laughs> you're, you're making. You're making them all leave. No. Self-conscious. Yeah. Whoever like cakes here. 90 days to sell out if crypto rallies hard sells out in 30. All right. Would you accept the deal? It's a new segment here that uh, we decided to run with. I'm going to show Thank Me Later uh, some deals, and we're going to see if he would accept the deal or not. And these are submitted by the uh, users in the community. So for right now, until we get a better way, go ahead and uh, uh, send hit me up on Discord and send me the uh, send that send me the deals, and I'll get up there with you. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Would you accept the deal? Oh, hold on. Back to the last segment really quick. Like oh cakes is 90 days to sell out of crypto rallies. Howler sells out in 30. I read that. Oh, 
Sorry, I must have been setting up the next one. <laughs> no, hey. Skip TM says, depending on advertising. Because everyone, like, let's just get the, the minor elephant. I don't think it's an elephant. I think it's a, a squirrel in the room. Will Upland advertise during the Super Bowl? No. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, they will advertise probably on the internet or something maybe during the event. Hopefully NFLPA throws them a bone. But likelihood that you're going to be watching the Super Bowl and Miles Alama comes on like, hey, kids, buy some Upland. That's not happening. Yeah. I don't see it happening. That would be insane. All right. So, yeah. Anyway. We'll have six. uh Girl. Today we have six deals. We'll go through the deals, and uh, we'll try and make this, uh, if we have time, a weekly thing, if not every couple of weeks. So would you accept the deal? Would you trade 75 Folsom Street in San Francisco, California, for 7220 North Highland Avenue in Kansas City, Missouri? Okay, so we have very little information to go here besides city location and property size. Honestly, city location alone makes me say no. Like, I'm not trading a Genesis City property for a Kansas City anything. Um, Is there ultra rares in Kansas City? Maybe an ultra rare from Kansas City. But then you look at the very next piece of data, the up square, 1,569 up square in San Francisco. That's probably worth all of Kansas City. Let's be honest. Like, nope. That's a hard pass. And then, wait, is that, that's not, because um, I, I know Mix owns some, um, that's not Ghirardelli, is it? No. No. Okay. No, that's not. Yeah. So these are just, this was a property for property uh, trade that was sent to uh, Mixplick and he shared it. So, yeah, he didn't take the deal and I wouldn't take the deal and. No for- one, no one would take the deal. These kind of deals are these all going to be <laughs> the deals where it's just like somebody's trying to get baited. Like these are bait baits. No, they're not baits. This is a bait. That was a bait. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Now we're now we're getting interesting, dude. You don't give me any of the stats though. How am I supposed to know? Like what the? All right. What? what? What collections? Okay, what, are they I'll work. Part of collections? Are they? Um, what's their? None uh, of them were. Rate? None of them were limited rare or um, ultra rares. So they're just. <sighs> yeah. Well, what's the uh, what's the interest like? Because I don't know the cost per up square. I'm going to guess Oakland being what it is in versus Bakerfield. I, I mean, they look semi-comparable. I'm looking at the image. One's an edge. Uh, one's 89 versus 34 up square. So, no, I that, no, I'd probably not accept this deal. And uh, Cordoba was not the person that this deal was sent to, um, but they have purchased that from the person who it was originally sent to by the time I looked the deal up, so that was kind of funny. <laughs> Um, but yes, for, for next week's episode, I will provide you more details on, will you accept the sec the deal segment, but th- this was the first go around. Yeah, no, and I like the picture. I do like the picture though. Cause I, I tell you, like, is, is it, it is interesting to like, see what's the shape of the property where like, uh, the last one that's San Francisco was a nice big square lot on the water. Like it's a beautiful property. Yeah. All right, so that was a reject too. 
All right. Well, I mean, based on this user's name, I would I would definitely think that you that too stupid to win would accept any deal given. Oh, absolutely. Too stupid to win. <laughs> No, no, obviously, <laughs> obviously not. This was a bait uh, one. This is definitely a bait. I do like the name though, billionaire. Yes. No, never mind. I changed my mind. I hate that name. It's really stupid. I usually like puns, but uh, I can't. That's a bad one. Can't do it. But yeah, th- this was definitely somebody trying to bait it. You know, thirty-five up square in Oakland for a uh, three thousand plus up square in San Francisco. No. Beautiful property, too, by the way. Thanks. Put a warehouse in there and distribute stuff. For sure. All right. Here, here's a good one. So that is an apartment on that building, on that property. Well, that's, I mean, a, that's a completed apartment building. Um, and that is in the I mean, yeah. Sugar Hill neighborhood. And then uh, Sugar Hill right now has... <laughs> A floor, let's hear, Manhattan floor is 171000 right now, and I'll tell you a live Sugar Hill floor. Sugar Hill floor right now is 230000 That's actually up from when I did it. It was at one hundred and eighty earlier, so TM must have bought the floor knowing this was uh, going to be on there tonight. This is coming up. <laughs> he's he's fluffing, fluffing the numbers a little. Um, yeah, no, I like... I like this format. And honestly, I think it would be an interesting thing to like have like how much like, okay, that's too low. What if you add a zero to it? Like, or like, you know, 250, no, 300. And we could even do that with actual sold deals, right? Like, is it more, did it sell for more than you think or less than you think? Um, but for this, no, um, 250 for this size property in Sugar Hill is probably market value. Uh, but when you add in the apartment, um, I, what did we value apartments at? Um, I mean, that is significant. I mean, a, a fully built apartment is um, a lot of spark hours. So, yes, um, no, absolutely not. If it didn't have an apartment on it, I would be curious. Like, TM wouldn't accept it. I know TM wouldn't because he's he's the node leader. Now, is this a low? Not now, is this a low ball offer? Um, is it a low ball offer? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I see. Like, do you like, think it's like a, like a ridiculously yeah, you know low ball? Is, yeah. Because someone who, okay. Like, first of all, trying to low ball TM is nonsense. Like if the player is as big as TM, like why bother now? Somebody, even like me, like somebody offers me 250 K I'm like, Oh, Wow okay, let me take a look. Like the, I think the idea with this offer and the, the catch would be, Oh, I forgot I had an apartment building on that. Right. Like, so that would be my thought is somebody doing offers like this, which 250 K is not a little bit amount of money. Um, but yeah. Like I would part with that Browns memento or two <laughs> for that TM property. Yeah. 
Now, yeah, very low. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. know. TM is saying for size wise, it's about one third the value. I don't know if I don't know how true that is. I don't know. Do you have a size? So the mint was at on? the mint was at twenty one thousand. Yeah, but on your you have the floor for Sugar Hill, yeah. Yeah, and Do you sugar, have the up square size on the on the floor. Um, right. Hold on. Because is the floor, uh, is the floor like ten up square properties, or is the floor hundred up square properties? According to TM, he thinks that the floor is probably about fifty up square properties. Yeah. Now it, it was way lower than the two thirty, so I kind of want to go dig in the blockchain see who uh, bought it up since I put this together. But um, let's see here. The floor is. I'm looking at that right now. Also, shout out to Mixplick. He's in our green room. Dude has been on this treadmill hustling for over an hour, like listening to this. <laughs> like I'm, I can see the sweat. Like get it, Mixplick. Good on you, brother. Yeah. Like, um, shout out. To That's I like that. I like that a lot. Thirteen for two thirty. Or two hundred and thirty is at thirteen. So you're looking at uh, about seventeen thousand six ninety two per up square. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so that that would value this at a two million dollar property without the apartment. Yeah, even without the property, that's a really low offer. All right. And he name shamed. I won't. We won't name shame him. But yeah. You know who you are. You know who made this offer. You probably don't listen to this podcast. Let's be honest. And then this person, I crossed out their name because they aren't the ones that made the offer. Um, They ended up buying it from the person that made the offer, but still. Yeah. I feel, first of all, Joan, why do you even have it open to have property offers? Like, that's on Jones for ha- not closing that down. But yeah, one ferry building, come on. It's a built landmark in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't think, unless you're trading another world landmark, and even then it, it would be hesitant because so far there's only like two built, and that's one of them, and it's in the Genesis City, and it's super iconic and cool. Um, so... I told Jones to be careful. Yeah, he's got it listed for the max amount of OPEX you can, but Abdullah might come snatch that up without you even second-guessing it. A hundred, that's only 10 months interest. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, actually, that's nine months interest. That's exactly nine months interest or less. Because actually, we we did that calculation without uh, collection bonuses, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you could be at easily 15 or 17 then. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Ooh, we, that that would be something. Yeah, I I don't know if Jones. I don't know if you'd be too happy there, Jones. If uh, if somebody accidentally what did he pay took twenty six, twenty six or thirty. He, I forget what he got it at auction for. But yeah, so but I don't still. Know. I mean, a hundred million. I mean, that's, oh, 
Recurio says uh, between six and seven grand. Man, were they that cheap back then? Yes. I remember everyone feeling like it was super high stakes. I think he got we it for like there. eight grand. <laughs> we were like, oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's high. I'm there like, I just need my badge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So, but a hundred million. I mean, that's that's a million dollars, right? No. It's a hundred thousand. It's a hundred grand. It's a hundred grand. Yeah. A hundred grand. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So 90,000 plus profit. Yeah. You know, probably okay with that. Uh, but it's, it's a built, but that's an Upex. So he'd have to, that's a lot of work to flip out 90 grand from Upex to cash. But yeah, it's, it's 90,000 profit. (laughs) Easily worth five game balls. Nice. <laughs> uh, now you got me questioned because I'm like, I don't, I got to make sure, I don't think I have the Genesis property up for sale. But I was like, damn, that would suck. Yeah. I don't think I do though. Got to be careful. But, yeah. The, yeah. That's kind of weird to think about. Like that's like. Cause in, in my eyes, that's worth more than, than that. You think that you think one ferry building is worth more than a hundred K right now? It's a built landmark in the uh, Genesis City. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, I'm sure uh, Jones would love for you to be his broker then. I'll take a piece of it. I'll negotiate something. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't have it up for that. <laughs> That's good. I just, like, just checking. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it 999? I was like, dude, I would feel salty if it's sold for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's that's a really that's the first time ever I think we've looked at a property that's like because that's the most you can put it up for sale and go. Do you really want to have it up for a sale for that? <laughs> like that's crazy to think about. Yeah. So that is the uh, first segment of Would You Accept a Deal? We look to be doing this uh, maybe weekly, maybe every other week. We'll, we'll figure it out. But if you're interested in having your deal evaluated or just the opinions, go ahead and uh, send them to me on Discord. DM them to me. Just take a screenshot, and uh, we'll get it up. And thank me later. I'll have more details for the next time that we do that. Yeah. You know what? I think we could expand it because, I mean, most of those were, like, obvious troll, which I think was kind of the point originally. But I think it would be a, a great segment. Send in deals, whether you rejected it or accepted it. Um, maybe don't even tell us which it is. I guess tell tell too stupid because that would be then. But that would be a fun game of like, would you accept this? And then we talk pros and cons and go, did they accept it? Right? Like that that person accepted or rejected it. Like obviously every single one you showed, they were clearly going to reject it. Right? So anyway, very cool. And we'll get some, we need some more music and sound yeah. effects. Yeah. Hopefully they get uh, some of that going on StreamYard with the sound effects, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, you got anything for our listeners before we get out of here? Um, yeah. So it's some exciting stuff. If you are a Wikipedia guru, not I guess not Wikipedia, just Wiki guru, I guess. Um, I'm working on um, standing up upland.wiki. Don't bother going there now. I don't actually know where it takes you. Um, And it's going to be an open source wiki for um, all things Upland, but specifically for nodes. 
So if you are a node coordinator, um, it'll be a place to kind of list all the active nodes in all the cities. Uh, people can put interesting facts. They can put, um, you know, pretty much exactly like a Wicca, a wiki for it. Um, and, and that'll be part of a, a larger, like, multimedia expansion um, that we'll be doing um, as part of some other things that I'm working on. So looking forward to that. It was a great suggestion. Actually, in the TNA chat uh, during the L.A. launch, it was a brainchild, and I already had I, – I was looking through my portfolio of websites, and I was like, oh, yeah, I own Upland.wiki. Um, let's uh, – yeah, let's make a wiki. So I, I went, I bought some wiki stuff, but I was like, man, this CSS coding and stuff. I was like, yeah. So I'm trying to stand up a basic wiki and I'll, I'll try and get it up. But if you want to be a, a mod or I, I think you have to like register for the site. Honestly, I've never run a wiki um, or even edit it like a wiki. So I, I don't know what I'm doing, but it seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. That would be fun. And that, I, I like that idea. So you have a place for all the nodes in one spot. So even the nodes can work together on stuff if need be. So, and, and, you know, you can figure out where. And then if you're a new player, because everybody looks for the game, they'll look for whatever wiki. And th- that helps them out. So if they can find a node that they can fit into, that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to make it like, you know, links to the discords and who's the owner and if it's part of like a TNA node, right? Like that would be super cool to be able to tag it. Like here's all the TNA nodes, um, be able to filter that. Plus like, you know, a lot of us have bought properties or traded properties, you know, over over the course of the last months and stuff. And like you go, oh, hey, that's a node. Oh, I didn't even know that I have some properties there. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity for even longtime players to reevaluate their port- portfolio and see uh, what nodes uh, they might already have some association with. Yeah, nice. And we'll get that work on that over over a little bit, and we'll get that up and running. Um, and yeah, that should be pretty quick. Honestly, like once I figure out the mechanics, I, I well, I got some other stuff on my plate. Be with, we got Valentine's Day. My girl's birthday is coming up. It's gonna be a whole thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe by the end of the end of February, I'll make that date for myself there you Look go. for, uh, upland.wiki by the end of the, uh, by the end of the month. Again, if you're, if you're a wiki person, hook it up, um, reach out to me, slide into the DMs. Um, there you go. Yeah. All right. We thank, uh, Stosh 15 X for being on, uh, make sure you check out, uh, his website up to dash data hub dot com uh, give that a look for all your property secondary market needs and a lot of useful information so go ahead and do that i'll have the links and everything uh, make sure you're following us on twitter at the upex podcast everybody be safe have a good week and uh we will be talking to you soon It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might be coming. Ooh.
It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.